Today, we're going to talk about our oversouls and our higher selves. When you call upon our higher self, who are you calling upon? This is written by Patrice Fields from SpiritEvolving.com. Most people think they are just one higher self to call upon. But when you really think about your multidimensional self, it becomes clear that you have many higher selves. In fact, you have a higher self for each of our dimensions. And since you have a total of 12 dimensions, that means you have 12 higher selves, all there to support your evolutionary development. As each dimension up to including the ninth dimension, acts somewhat separately from every other dimension. So each higher self is different from every other in its perspective and purpose. In other words, each higher self corresponding to a particular dimension of you provides a personal wisdom and guidance in the traditions of that particular dimension. Let's go back there a little bit. As each dimension, up to the, including the ninth dimension, acts somewhat separately from every other dimension. So each higher self is different from every other in its perspective. So you understand that there's changes, and we go through these changes, and as we go through these changes of ascending, becoming something different and that we start changing in a lot of different ways. For example, if you ask your fifth dimensional higher self to voice your soul purpose, it will voice a purpose representing your fifth dimensional spiritual goals, which will be very different from the purpose of your sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth dimensional selves. Get that? It's it. We change so much that it's our purpose changes in, in each level that we go on. Therefore, when I ask for guidance, I tend to say, I wish to call upon the higher self ourselves, which will provide me with the most useful wisdom based on my question or prayer or intention. So we're asking for that specific thing, that something specific that our higher self can actually relate to and, and our higher self can actually look into and say, okay, this fits our needs. This is the frequency that we need to be on and this is where we need to stay. And so we wish to call upon our higher selves or selves that will provide me with the most useful wisdom, which means that we have wisdom in every level. And we're calling upon these levels every time. Generally, if I'm seeking information regarding my own personal life, I like to call my fourth dimensional higher self. When I want information about my soul purpose for this life, the deepest issue regarding my spiritual development for this life, karmic or past life information, I call my fifth dimensional higher self. The fourth and fifth dimensional higher self understand human existence 
in all its glories and pains and provide guidance that can be put in a more practical use in day-to-day -day life. So you understand that we have these dimensional lives, that, you know, all the way up to the fourth and fifth dimension that with is around us. And it's our physical form that it is actually looking at for the guidance and the physical form of the pains and, and the guidance that we're looking for in the physical dimension. Which is interesting because is it really physical? Is it spiritual and that? But it's a mindset. How's that? Below the fourth dimension, the input does not communicate as purely. The wisdom tends to taint, be tainted with the ego inference and the duality perspectives. So there is not as much transcendence wisdom. So this is very interesting because we have God and man. And so the higher ones above the fourth dimension is when we start getting out of that tainted ego man. And we start looking at things in a different perspective. So once we pass that threshold of the fourth and fifth, and we start going up higher than that, we start taking the ego out of us. And that was like one of my prayers as a prayer of intent is I always say, I take my ego and my personality and I set it aside. Above the fifth dimension, the information tends to be fairly meaningless on a personal level, which is the physical level, because the perspective of operates on much larger scale than the individual lifetimes and personal concerns. But this is where you find the spirit's perspective through, again, it often does not land itself easily translation in today's life okay so we may have a hard understanding if we don't have um, a connection between our higher self and our lower self if we not having that connection of oneness between them uh, it's going to have to be hard to understand that higher self and i really do believe that there's a lot of people here that don't see that Our oversoul is another name for the 10th dimensional self. I have designated this higher self with a special name because it is very special kind of higher self. As I mentioned earlier in the description of dimensions, dimensions one through nine have very distinct levels of separation between them. And each represents a very specific aspect of you. Okay. The 10th dimension self represents the first level of self that has the capacity to simultaneously connect to all of the lower aspects of self, one through nine, all at the same time. Isn't that awesome? So you get to that level and you'll be able to bring all those levels together as a one, like we talked earlier about being able to connect everything. In other words, our oversoul represents the first level of self that is non-dual and unified. Your oversoul is like a big boss. When it makes a decision, it can override any of the all, our all contrary decisions of any of the lower dimensional higher selves. This is the universe. This is the universe that has put something in motion, must stay in motion. You have to get that and understand that, that once something is put in motion by the universe, it must stay in motion, which means it will override all the lower 
uh, processes. So once you get to the 10th dimension, you're able to override all the physical dimensions. And you'll see things on a whole different level. Why is this important? Because sometimes certain aspects of the multidimensional go rogue. They may set off in a direction that are not, that is not the best interest of ourselves, which it's a part of a journey, but we may step aside what the universe has, has decided for us. You can almost compare it to the United Nations operating under agreed upon laws and rules. One more country, uh, one or more countries might decide to go off on their own and and disagree with the government. In other words, going rogue. An example might be that the eighth dimensional self gets curious about the workings of the darker forces, decides to go underground and take a peek, and then gets itself into serious trouble when it gets discovered. When you invoke the Oversoul, it is like ordering those rogue nations to comply with the good of all, whether they like it or not. You get that now? You understand that? The concept of that is that when we start evoking this and we start putting things in perspective uh, that we must follow this journey or what the universe has put us in this journey, which is the oversoul, we must follow that. That is our path. That's why a lot of people cannot go and be something else if the universe has put you into a, a, a situation as a spiritual guru or a spiritual person that that is a teacher. And so this oversoul now is evoking all these permissions and all these ideas and that and, and overwriting everything below it as you know are no longer who you used to be. Evoking your oversoul gives you the lawful permission to override the free will of other higher selves and bring them into more unified alignment. This is the part where we start fighting. We start fighting that we want to be in control. And if we can't be in control, then we have to, we kind of let go of, of some of the things that, but we fight within ourselves for these permissions and, and we fight to try to keep who we are. So common oversoul purification uh, invocations. I asked and allow my spiritual law in accordance of my oversoul that my energy field be purified of all entities or energies that are not in alignment with my oversoul and its alignment to purity of spiritual law. This I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul. Now, this will address entities of energies that are connected to you through the dimensions of our chakras, commonly referred to as entities are ghosts. Then, so we're asking and allowing the spiritual law, which is universal law and everything else, and accord with our oversoul, that energy field be purified of any or all entities or energies. We ask that. So what we're doing here is we're allowing the spiritual law to take over and allowing the oversoul to take control. 
And that's kind of what a perfection that we need to do to let go of some of the lower energies that we have attached to us. Another one is I ask and allow for intercession of my oversoul with the help of world's great natural divas. I ask that they work in, in concert with spiritual laws that govern the meridians and grids of the earth and the earth's various worlds. I ask and allow with life, I ask and allow these inner energies and entities be immediately dissolved from my energy field. This I ask and allow by spiritual law, my oversoul and the great masters and nature, natural divas. This will address the entities of energies that are connected through the Earth's magnetic grids and, and different things. Uh, you have to understand that uh, uh, trickster energies and things like that will trick you to looking like something that they're really not. And that's also kind of, they refer to like demons or whatever else or back things. Like that. It's just, we are asking to allow the oversoul to cleanse and clear with the natural div divas of the world to help clear and cleanse us. Oversoul override. An oversoul override is an energetic, inter <laughs> energetic and spiritual invocation that allows you to protect yourself against yourself. Specifically, the mischievous, self-sabotaging, unconscious part of you. However, I also use quite a lot of clients after a very significant session that is we, what we do is, is that we have to understand that there's an override session within us and a reset session within us and that that we have to allow this and we have to allow all of this to, uh, to partake in, in our body it's it's kind of a releasing very releasing type thing and a, a letting go here are some situations which invocation uh, becomes uh, particularly useful example one okay here's some examples most energy healers have had the experience of giving the client what you consider to be the first-rate healing. The session comes to close and you seal the client's field and integrate your work in an elegant way. But to your dismay, when the client opens their eyes, it is as if they unzipped all the energetic work in mere minutes, undoing the whole session. Many times seen this. This is one scenario in which the oversoul override can come into rescue. This is now an idea now is to set the intent that the override comes in and takes over that so that they are covered within that great energy field and protected in that override field so it lasts much longer than that because self-sabotage is a big thing for a lot of clients. Example two, let's say you have a physical pattern of undetermined destroying or avoiding things that are good for you in particular situations. Maybe every time you start to find success, you find that you are accidentally sabotage your own success. Maybe every time you attract a potential partner, you say 
or do something, you know, turns them off. Once again, the oversoul override becomes useful here, setting that intent to have the energetic field take over and allow you to be a better person and get rid of the self-sabotage. Example three, imagine you want to experiment with some energetic or spiritual practices and constantly you want to experience safely, ensuring your energy field keeps its integrity. But on a fairly regular basis, you end up with energetic indigestion. Are your knickers in a twist, sort of say. Wondering how you ever got yourself into this energetic mess you are now in. Your energy field has uh, dysregulated and you cannot seem to find your way back to who you were before your experiments. Over time, you realize that you have an unconscious, un-semi-conscious shadow part of you that goes rogue off the charts and ends up creating more trouble than transcendence. Perhaps there is a part of you that cannot tolerate a smooth energy field or life for in your life for very long. Potentially, there was childhood patterning where you were continuously disrupted whenever you felt safe and secure. Now, as an adult, you are perpendicular to your own chaos again, and the oversoul override can come in handy. Ideally, you want to be sure that your unconscious sabotage and shadow side does not operate at your own spiritual energetic expense. When these three situations have a come have in common is that there is or could be unconditional part of you that acts like your own personal little devil sitting on your shoulder, creating problems that you constantly wish would vanish. The oversoul override was created for situations like this. So now you're probably asking, <clears throat> what can I do? And how can I use this oversoul override? That's a good question. Let's get into that. How to use the oversoul override. If these patterns pertain to you, then simply say one of the invocations below that when you have a sense that you are potentially could be self-sabotaging or engaging in an energetic that is not good for you. When you suspect that a client has a sabotaging tendency before the session is over, the client gets up off the table and simply explain through the concept to them and ask them if they would like to say one of the invocations below for themselves. If yes, then you say out loud and have them repeat it after you. Okay, so here it is. Oh, I guess, remember, your oversoul is your 10th dimensional higher self at this level, dimensional self. You have the ability to contact and connect with all of those aspects of self when you make a request of your oversoul. It can organize and align them to a single or in intention. No other dimensional self below the 10th has the amount of power. None. 
Your oversoul is so powerful that you can override the lower, more unproductive aspects of yourself without violating their free will. And this is important point point because each aspect of self can exercise its free will any way it sees fit. Okay. Invocation number one. Here's now. Here we go. You ready? These are what you're going to say. Okay. I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul that I override any and all parts of me, conscious and unconscious, that might otherwise undo or sabotage. This I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul. One more time. Take a deep breath. I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul that I override any and all parts of me, conscious or unconscious, that might otherwise undo or sabotage. This I ask and I allow my spiritual law and my oversoul. Invocation number two. I ask and allow my spiritual law in my oversoul, that I override any and all parts of me, conscious and unconscious, that might otherwise create a practical in a practice that could not be beneficial to me and my spiritual development. This I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul. Let's do it again. Take a breath. I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul that I override any and all parts of me, conscious and unconscious, that might otherwise create a practical in a practice that would not be beneficial to me or my spiritual development. This I ask and allow my spiritual law and my oversoul. Take this for what you want. Listen to it, rewrite it, make it yours in a sense of how you want to, to say these and how you want your higher self to sound and what fits for you. There's an amazing amount of information out there about who you are and how to find yourself, but it can be as simple as going to your 10th dimension of yourself traveling there within yourself and opening yourself to that, to the oversoul of resetting everything within you. Reset yourself. This is a practice that I practice with a lot of my clients and it's a reset of energy, um, resetting them to understand the oversoul of who they are and sending control up. Allowing my clients to be exactly who they're supposed to be. Allowing them to be something very special. You are loved and I am blessed. I am Rod Lyman, ReikiRod.com. I read from Spirit Evolving by Patrice Fields. Amazing work. Look it up, spiritinvolving.com, 
and read it for yourself. It's pretty amazing. Have a great day. You are special and you are loved. Bye.